Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. The year is coming to a close, and we certainly finished off 2023 with a delicious month of food. In the last of this year-long series where I share with you what we ate and what we spent throughout the month, we spent just about $555 on our family of four, and we ate some seriously delicious and nourishing foods throughout this holiday month. So here's what we ate and how this spending all broke down. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Welcome back to a special bonus episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast and the last What We Ate and What We Spent episode of 2023. I seriously can't believe it's the end of this wild year we've had. If you're a member of the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, I recently posted a 2023 year in review recap where I share a personal update and also some of what's to come in Healthy Mama Chris and the Healthy Mama Cooking Club coming into 2024. But needless to say, it has been a crazy year for us and I've kind of taken you along with me, at least in terms of what we ate and what we spent each month of the year with this special series. You guys really seem to enjoy this series, and so I'm excited to share with you what we ate our last month of the year. 
If you are new to this series, then I have been recording these every single month for the entire year. So I'm going to link all of those below. So if you have some time and you want some insight into what we ate and what we spent for the entire year, you can go back and binge listen to those episodes. So I'll link the last 11 in the show notes. And as I mentioned in the last episode, this will be the last what we ate and what we spent episode here on the main feed. These episodes episodes do take me quite a bit of time to compile and record, and I know that they don't appeal to everyone here on the main feed of the podcast, so I'm going to be transferring these over to Patreon for the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. So if these episodes interest you, you can head over and check out the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, and these will be available over there. The podcast fan level is just $5 a month, and you'll get two brand new bonus podcast episodes, one on a topic of my choice, or oftentimes it's a topic of the cooking club's choice. It is something that the cooking club has requested. We're going to talk about substituting in recipes in the beginning of 2024 in the January episode in just a couple days as of the time of recording. So we're going to be talking about how to substitute different ingredients if you don't have something on hand, as well as things like substituting for dairy-free and gluten-free and things like that as well. So it's a jam-packed episode. That one is going to be so helpful for so many of you. Everything from, I don't have kale, what can I use instead, to I need to be dairy-free, how can I make a creamy sauce? So that's what's coming up at the very beginning of the new year. And then these episodes will be at the end of the month each, uh, each month as well in Patreon. So that's what's coming up in the new year. But let's dive in to what we ate and what we spent in December. As with last month, our budget was a bit loose this year with the holidays. We had my in-laws in town for a few days, plus lots of holiday celebrating, but we still somehow ended up under our budget this month. I think one of the big things that has really helped us with staying under our budget the last couple of months is, well, first of all, I will be totally transparent. We have been eating out a little bit more often, so typically we will go out to eat once a week, uh, sometimes not even once a week. Sometimes we'll do leftovers that last night of the week. My husband and I usually have some sort of a date night. Sometimes it's dinner. Sometimes it's just like a happy hour date and we'll grab a cocktail and a snack and come home and just eat whatever whatever's in the kitchen. Sometimes, most of the time, it's leftovers for us. The kids will have like mac and cheese or something like that. So we have been eating out more often this month. So probably one extra meal a week because it is the holiday season. We have had guests. So full transparency, that is probably the main reason the last couple of months our budget's been under. And the other thing is just buying our meat ahead of time with ButcherBox, I think has made a really big difference again in getting our budget to a place where we're doing a lot more planning ahead. And that makes such a big difference. If you're a new listener, the way that we budget our groceries is with one big shop at the beginning of the month and smaller shops in between. Actually, technically, we do two big shops at the beginning of the month because I will do a meat order. We're currently using ButcherBox. I spent the first half of the year trying out a ton of meat delivery services, and ButcherBox came out on top. They do not sponsor me. I just love them, and I've been using them for years and years and years. I wanted to explore different options and in terms of quality and then how it will help us to or how it does help us to budget our groceries, we are huge fans of ButcherBox. So we will do an order about every two months is how it's been going the last couple of months, where we'll do one big shop. And then we will take the meat that we bought during that shop and we will divide it up 
not specifically. I'm not like, okay, this month we're going to have this many chicken breasts and this many pounds of ground beef. It's more like, okay, how can we create meals based on what we bought first rather than buying it based on our meal plan, if that makes sense. So I've budgeted like this for years. It is one of the methods I teach in my Healthy Mama on a Budget course. And using what you have before buying new is actually something that I was taught way back when I took a class on food budgeting for restaurants back in culinary school. They teach you, okay, if you have steaks in the freezer, how can you turn that into this week's special before buying new? Because food cost is huge when it comes to restaurants. My husband and I were actually discussing this recently, how many small restaurants that you know, might have an incredible chef at the helm, but he might not have that business experience. How many of them like go under, even if the food is amazing, because they don't know how to make that budget work, especially when it comes to food, especially when it comes to fine dining. Now, we're not talking about fine dining. We're talking about home cooking, but it is it makes such a big difference to plan ahead and go, okay, what are the type of proteins we want to eat? and then plan based on what we have rather than the other way around. So our typical grocery goal budget is around $600 to $650 a month, depending on how many recipes I'm testing, which just tends to make it a little bit harder to use some of my favorite budgeting strategies, like like the ones that I mentioned, using the same ingredient multiple times, cooking one protein and using it in multiple meals. If I'm doing a ton of recipe testing, I did do a ton this month, but like I said, we ate out more, and in between, we were really strategic about our, our well about our meal plan. If you listened to my episode on how to simplify meals in December, you'll hear me share my method for planning meals in December, where I basically choose a standard list of family favorite recipes, and we just kind of stick to those for the month. I definitely went a bit off course with that this month because I ended up having a lot more recipes I wanted to test then family favorites. We're going to be doing that more in January this year, but I still stuck to that plan loosely. And because I made that rough plan ahead of time, it made it really easy to stick to our budget as well because I had that plan when I went to order from ButcherBox. So everything I mentioned, all of the proteins that I mentioned were from that initial order. So like I said, we spent about $555.51 on our groceries this month. And the reason I say about is that we did a massive order from ButcherBox at the beginning of the month to take advantage of a bunch of holiday deals they had going on. And this was a discussion. I don't just go out and buy $300 worth of meat just randomly as a budget strategy. This was a, all right, I'm going to talk to my husband we're going to buy everything we need for the next two months or all of the proteins we need essentially for the next two months this month. So I ended up spending $302.80 on meat, which might sound like a lot to some of you or it might not sound like a lot at all. Um, but about half of that went to this month. So I split that in half. So $151.40 for this month and $151.40 for next month. However, we did still have some in our freezer, so I don't even think we spent 
that much or we used that much meat this month. But in any case, I split it in half. So we did that huge butcher box order and that is going to carry us through January. So 151.40 for half of the butcher box order. And then the first week I spent 144.24 at Sprouts. We had family coming into town that week. So I planned based on that. So I've been really into Sprouts lately. You've heard me talk about shopping at Whole Foods. I don't think I shopped at Whole Foods once this month. I, we have a Sprouts in our area. I know it's not available everywhere. It wasn't in Rhode Island. I actually didn't go to Trader Joe's this month either. So I was just into Sprouts. They had some really good deals and we can get almost everything at Sprouts. If I combine shopping at Sprouts and shopping at Aldi, I find that I get the best bang for my buck in terms of getting the specialty ingredients I need and then getting a really good deal on a lot of the items you can get at Aldi because it's just, just has generally really good prices. So ButcherBox, Sprouts, Sprouts, <laughs> and Aldi were where I shopped this month. Since the first of the month was on a Friday, I believe maybe a Saturday. I think I already shared with you what we ate the first couple days of the month, but honestly, I didn't even write it down and I can't figure out what we ate the first couple days of the month. So maybe go back to the November episode. Maybe I told you what we ate the first couple of days, but we're going to start on Monday, December 3rd. Right at the beginning of the month, we had Harissa chicken bowls. This is a new family favorite. My kids love these. So I marinate some chicken thighs, some cube chicken thighs in some Harissa and lemon juice, some spices and garlic for just a little while. And then I cook them in a pan and then I serve those along with some roasted chickpeas cooked with some oil and ras al and roasted carrots cooked with some cumin and some cinnamon. So, so tasty. And then I serve it over couscous with some feta cheese. Sometimes I'll serve it with a yogurt sauce as well. So my kids and I have been loving those. So we had that on Monday. On Tuesday and Wednesday, I had to final test a couple recipes for the cooking club. Both of these are in the cooking club now. So is the harissa chicken bowl recipe. But the first night we did a Brazilian moqueca, which is a coconut milk based Brazilian fish stew. When I tell you, I was kind of surprised that my kids love this as much as they did. We love fish in my house and it uses white fish. So we use cod. We love fish in my house, but a fish stew was not something I was going to. I was sure that would be super kid friendly. They loved it. They ate it up. It was definitely, both both times we had it, it was definitely a winner. So that one went into the cooking club, and I hope that other families will enjoy it as much as we do. And the next night, I tested some braised chicken drumsticks with olives and oranges. This one you can cook in the Dutch oven or in the slow cooker, and this one is one of my new favorites. The drumsticks are lightly spiced and seared and then cooked really slow, so they are fall off the bone. They're just so good. So that's what we had that night with uh, leftover couscous as well, because I bought the couscous for the harissa chicken bowls, and we served the drumsticks with couscous as well. And then my in-laws came to town on Wednesday. I love having my in-laws in town. They are so great. They love food just as much as we do. Um, so we did a lot of cooking at home. Sometimes we go out more when we have family in town, but it just felt right to cook more at home and to just kind of hunker down and just have a cozy weekend. 
because the kids were in school. My in-laws drive from Canada, so they have like a full two-day drive to get here. And we also had some stuff on the weekend. My husband was still working and my daughter had her holiday parade as well. So there was a lot going on. So in between that, it was nice to eat at home. So we had my Chipotle Chuck Roast Chili, which you've heard me talk about a bunch of times, and cornbread on Wednesday. That is a cooking club recipe in the fall meal plan. And then the next night, I did my glazed pork tenderloin with green beans. My husband did the green beans and some mashed potatoes, my garlic chive mashed potatoes, which are a favorite of mine personally. I'm not a huge fan of potatoes, but I love those mashed potatoes. And then on the Friday, we decided to grill. So we got some local fish. We got some pompano, which is a very thin white fish that you can catch around here. I'm I'm in the Gulf Coast of Florida, on the Gulf Coast of Florida. So we had some grilled pompano. I grilled really simply with just some oil, salt, lemon juice, We served it with a quick Italian salad and some garlic bread. It was very simple, but super flavorful. We all loved it. And then on Saturday night after my daughter's holiday parade, we just got some Mexican food. We've got really good Mexican food around here. I've talked about birria before being like my favorite discovery of this local area other than, you know, we've got great seafood. We've got stone crab and we've got like I said, we've got pompano and we have grouper and we have snapper and we have shrimp. So there's a lot of great seafood around here. But when it comes to cuisines, I love the Mexican food around here. So we had some Mexican food. So that was the first week. For breakfast, we did a lot of eggs and sourdough. I made some homemade maple sage breakfast sausage that's coming out in the cooking club meal plan in January. I love homemade breakfast sausage. It's so easy to make and so much more flavorful oftentimes than what you can get in the store. And, you know, you know the ingredients that are in there too. So we had some of that. And I also made a slow cooker spiced pear steel cut oat recipe. And I had that a few days. Uh, Myself and my husband had that a few days as well. The kids aren't a huge fan of steel cut oats, but they loved the maple sage breakfast sausage. We went through that really fast. And then lunches that week, I didn't write down. The kids just had their standard school lunches. You can download my kids lunch guide to, you know, kind of follow our template. And then for myself and my husband, we did leftovers at the beginning of the week. We went out with my in-laws for lunch one day. So that was that was kind of what we did. So the next week, we still had my in-laws in town on the Sundays. We did our quote-unquote Christmas dinner. So we had a big seafood meal. So we got some pre-made crab cakes and seafood salad from the local uh, seafood shop. And then I made my winter whitefish with orange and fennel and rice pilaf. It was very tasty. That was a really, really good meal. And then on Monday, I went shopping for just a few things we needed. So I spent $69.96 at Aldi. So not a ton that week. So you notice how the first week I spent, you know, we did the big butcher box order and then I spent 144 at Sprouts. The next week I only needed to spend 69.96, so about 70 at Aldi. On Monday we did our family staple whole roasted chicken and roasted vegetables, really simple. I have my slow cooker roasted chicken on my website and I need to put the whole herb roasted chicken on my website as well because it's so easy and it is our go-to. And then we just roasted up some vegetables on the side and then we used the leftover chicken for my chicken pot pie soup on Tuesday. That one is also going to be on my website soon. I am currently in the process of redoing my website. And so if you head to my website and it says under construction or it looks under construction, that's why it should be 
up by the beginning of the new year, but I'm very excited for a much more streamlined website, easier to find things on my website. So that's coming soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So that was just a total aside, but that's what we ate on uh, Monday and Tuesday. On Wednesday, I was testing a garlic herb breadcrumb baked cod, another very simple fish recipe, but very flavorful with some lemon roasted broccoli on the side. We love roasted vegetables. On Thursday, I did some slow cooked short ribs and more mashed potatoes. I've been really in the mood for mashed potatoes lately. I'm not sure why, but they're a really good starch. They're gluten free, uh, which works well for me and my body. I do better with a little bit less gluten. And the slow cooked short ribs, my youngest daughter said, were the best, 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 best beef she had ever had in her life. Um, So best beef she's had in six whole years, friends. So that one's coming, not surprisingly, on the winter meal plan, which is coming out on January 5th in the cooking club. So if you're a member, get excited for that. Uh, But I love short ribs. They are not the least expensive protein, I will say. We did get them through ButcherBox. They don't always have them, but they're a decent price for pastured or not pastured, sorry, grass fed short ribs. But they're definitely not the least expensive, but they are super tasty and great for a treat. On Friday, in a complete contrast to our very gourmet-feeling meal on Thursday, we had egg roll in a bowl, one of our favorite 20-minute dinners. We served it up with some rice as well because my daughter had her winter performance for school. My kids go to a performing arts school, so she did some singing and some dancing, and she is in the dance elective at her school. So she did four dances, three, three or four dances. In any case, she did wonderful. We wanted to take her out for a special dinner to celebrate, but it got out late, so we decided to save that for the next Sunday, which you'll hear about. So we did egg roll in a bowl quickly before we all got ready for the performance, and she did her performance and did wonderful. And then Saturday, I have no idea what we ate. I can't for the life of me. I think we did leftovers on Saturday, but honestly, I don't have it written down. (laughs) I have no idea what we ate on Saturday. I do know that on Saturday and Sunday, I was making lunches for the coaches for a a local regatta, which is something I do on the side as a private chef, as many of you know. So I don't know what we ate, but it was probably leftovers because we did go out for dinner on Sunday and we don't typically go out two nights in a row. So I don't know. I'm going to go with probably leftovers. That was Saturday. So breakfast that week were pretty standard for us. We did eggs. We did smoothies. I had also tested some cranberry orange muffins that week. So we had those as well as part of our breakfast. The kids had those most days that week as well. And I prepped some meal prep chicken fajita bowls for my husband and I. These are going to be in my new year meal prep class. If you're not on my email list, then click the link in the show notes that says download the free meal planning guide. That will get you on the list. You'll also get my free meal planning guide and you'll be the first to find out when my new year meal prep class opens, which is going to be very soon in the next couple of days. 
when this airs, I'll send out an email and you'll be able to join my New Year's meal prep class. So that one is going to be on January 14th. So Sunday in the afternoon. So you'll be able to join live and do a one hour meal prep with me. I'll give you recipes. There will be a whole bunch of brand new recipes in that class, as well as some favorites. It'll help you to get prepped and ready for the week and kind of get an example of what that one hour meal prep method that I teach looks like. This is a paid class that I offer. However, I am going to be offering a 50% off coupon for the first five days. So definitely get on my email list so you can be one of the first to grab one of those seats because the seats are limited too. I limit it to 100 participants. You will get the replay if you're not able to make it live, uh, but I still limit it to 100 because I want to make sure that there is room in my Zoom room for everyone day of if you do all want to be there live with me. Um, So that's coming up in January as well. Some really, really good recipes for that class I'm really excited about. So that is what we made that week. And then week three, I spent $122.88 at Aldi. I primarily shopped at Aldi that week. On Sunday, we had our cooking club live cookie baking party, which was so much fun. We had a few people on live with us. I know a bunch of you have also watched the replay. It was entirely unhinged. My kids were on with me and they were excited about making cookies. And you know what? It was real mom life, you guys. (laughs) But it was really, really fun. And it was really fun to see a bunch of you live and be able to cook with you, which is always so much fun and see what cookies you were making. We made Lex Daddio's salted chocolate chip cookies, but we made them with Christmas M&Ms just for the holidays, which was fun. They were super tasty. We ate them up very fast. So we had the cooking club party that day and in honor of our girls' performances. So I mentioned that Sage had her performance on Friday. Ren had actually had her little kindergarten performance that Monday as well. So we went out to eat at one of our favorite restaurants in Tampa. It's an upscale Italian place. And so we had a really delicious dinner. We had tableside pesto made. We had octopus. We had some arancini, which are risotto balls. So that was really tasty. They were truffle arancini. We had a glass of wine and the girls had some gelato for dessert while my husband and I had some espresso with a little bit of biscotti. So that was a really delicious and fun dinner. That was kind of our special Christmas dinner because as you'll hear, we did end up eating at home. We did definitely did a special Christmas dinner, but uh, that was our one time we were like all eating out together as a family during the holiday season. On Monday, I made my cauliflower crust shepherd's pie recipe. That recipe is on my website. Again, family favorite recipe. You can make it using mashed potatoes, but as you heard, we ate a lot of potatoes early on in the month, and then we ate some more the next week. So we we were mixing it up with, with some collie mash in there as well, just some extra nutrients. So we did the collie crust shepherd's pie. I tested some miso ginger beef bowls the next night. These are so good. I saute up some bok choy and sesame oil and marinate the beef in a really delicious miso gingery marinade. Serve it over some rice with my miso maple tahini. Super tasty. So that one is coming in my bowls book 2.0. So that one's coming up in January. Many of you know I've been alluding to re-releasing my bowls ebook. Uh, I really wanted to give it a good upgrade. So that's coming in early 2024 as well. On Wednesday, we had sheet pan Italian chicken drumsticks. 
I bought a whole bunch of chicken drumsticks in my butcher box order, and I really wanted to incorporate some more drumstick recipes in my recipes in the cooking club because I tend to stick to a lot of pretty basic proteins. You've got your chicken, you've got your beef, you've got your pork. Occasionally I'll do lamb, but I know that that's not as common in our families here in the U.S. as it might be in other parts of the world. We do seafood, but I try to make everything really accessible and simple, but I'm also trying to mix it up. So it's not the same old, same old. It's always chicken breast or chicken thighs. So we did a couple drumstick recipes. This sheet pan Italian chicken drumstick recipe is so tasty and so simple. I think this one is going to become a family favorite in 2024. I'm going to retest it again in the early new year, and that one's going to be in the cooking club, and that one will probably end up on my website as well. So look out for that one. And then on Thursday, I made my homemade hamburger helper recipe. Can I admit something to you? I don't know if I've ever actually had hamburger helper. (laughs) Well, I have. I'm pretty sure I have when I was a young kid, but I get the idea of what hamburger helper is. And so I'm not sure my version is that authentic, but it is darn tasty. I will tell you that. We like using bonza pasta for some extra protein, and it's a really delicious, cheesy beef skillet meal that comes together very quickly. You even cook the pasta in the pan with the beef and the spices and all of that. So it all comes together in one skillet. So that was what we had on Thursday. And then on Friday, we had chicken tortilla soup. This is a recipe that I finally got writing down and photographing. So that is coming up in the cooking club in the new year as well. Also, that one might end up on my website as well. It's a really simple recipe with some really, really great flavors, which, as you know, is my favorite kind of recipe. Simple ingredients, lots of flavor, easy enough to get on the table in a reasonable amount of time. And then the last night of the week, we did, surprise, surprise, leftovers. Lunches that week were mostly leftovers. I also meal prepped some honey garlic crunch, no, honey garlic chili crunch salmon bowls. I need to rework that name. (laughs) But that's what I made for my husband and I for lunch. I cooked the salmon in the air fryer. You can also cook it in the oven as well. But the honey garlic marinade on top of it is so tasty with some chili crunch to make it a little bit spicy. I pair that with some rice and some veggies, some sliced cucumber, a ginger mayo. That one's that one's definitely also going to be a favorite, I think, for my husband and myself, especially for meal prep. I'm not sure the kids are going to be that into that one because it is a bit spicy, but it's a really, really tasty one for dinner or for lunch. And then for breakfast, I made a roasted root vegetable hash with baked eggs on top. So I had that for a few days, and then the rest of the days were just kind of standard breakfast, sourdough toast, eggs, smoothies. So nothing new. We keep it pretty simple when it comes to breakfast. The last week of the year, I spent $67.03 at Sprouts because all I needed was a little bit for Christmas dinner. Now, we did also go to the Asian food market and buy some ingredients for Hot Pot for Christmas Eve as well. I didn't include that in our total since it was a totally different, like a totally different shop for, I kind of considered it eating out even though we cooked it at home. So we did spend about 40 bucks on ingredients. So if you want to add that to our total, you can, if you want to be really specific. 
So I guess technically if you add that to it, it brings our total to $595.51, which is a little bit closer to our $600, a little bit closer, quite a bit closer to our $600 budget during the month. Um, but I mean, in my head it was different, but it is technically groceries that we bought as well in full transparency. So I guess that week we spent $107.03 on average. So I just needed a few things for Christmas because we already had the ribs and all of the meat for our meals that week. On Christmas Eve, my daughter had been asking to do hot pot. And so for those of you who are not familiar with hot pot, it's a dish that's cooked in a variety of different Asian cultures. It's cooked in Chinese culture, in Korean culture. There's a Japanese style hot pot. And so if you have never seen hot pot before, it's essentially a meal that's served with a pot of hot broth in the middle of the table and a bunch of ingredients. So everything from meat to seafood to vegetables that you dip into the hot broth. So they cook. So you kind of dunk them in the hot broth, let them cook, take them out, put them in your own bowl, and then fill your bowl with some broth. It is so tasty and so much fun. It's a really fun way to get everyone literally cooking together at the table. So we went to the Asian food market and we got some really thinly sliced beef. We got some shrimp. We got some pork belly. So we went all out with the meat. We got some noodles. So we did so many noodles, which are a Japanese noodle. And we also got some, let me see, we got some Napa cabbage, a bunch of mushrooms. And then I also, we got some daikon radish. We also got some kimchi to have as well. I don't think we had that with the hot pot though. And we served it with a miso broth. So I made some homemade chicken broth in the morning and we added some miso to that and a little bit of ginger because I love ginger as well. It was absolutely delicious and all of us had so much fun with it. So that's what we did as our Christmas Eve dinner and both my kids asked if we could do it again next year. It was kind of an, a nod to my childhood growing up. We would do Chinese food on Christmas Eve and this is kind of our like up-level at-home version of Chinese food on Christmas Eve and it was just... Ugh. I can't even tell you how delicious it was and how fun it was to be able to share those ingredients with our kids and have them really love them. My husband's half Japanese and I just love Asian food so much, but I'm still not super familiar with it. I have a guest coming up in January who wrote an incredible Asian food cookbook. I'm so excited for you guys to hear our interview. It's going to come up in a couple weeks and I know you're going to want to get her cookbook. So a little bit of a sneak preview for that, but she talks about hot pot in her cookbook and I actually used her miso broth as a uh, inspiration for the broth that I made for our hot pot as well. So that's what we did on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day, my kids requested slow cooked ribs. So yes, that's what we did. We did a Southern-ish style. I am not Southern in any way, shape or form. I am from the Northeast, but I love making barbecue sauce. I make my own homemade barbecue sauce. It is the one recipe I will never share. <laughs> so I made some homemade barbecue sauce for our family and friends this year, and I saved some for us. So I used my coffee barbecue dry rub, and then I cooked the ribs. I smoked them for a couple hours, and then I wrapped them in some foil and cooked them with some apple cider vinegar and brown sugar, took the foil off, and then added some barbecue sauce to finish for about another hour. So they cooked for about six hours. If you look this up, this is called the 3-2-1 method for ribs. I did not create it. I just follow it. But it is super tasty. So we had ribs. I made cornbread. I made a really simple slaw. My husband made his green beans. And I made some fresh homemade key lime pie. I was going to say key limes. Key lime pie with some Florida key limes. So that just 
felt like it fit for our second Christmas here in Florida. And we all love key lime pie. It's almost gone in our fridge now. And it was just the four of us for Christmas dinner because, like I said, my parents came for Thanksgiving. My husband's parents came for kind of an early Christmas celebration. So that was kind of those are kind of our family kind of had three family holidays in a row. And the last one was just the four of us. And it was so nice and relaxing and just so good. And I hope you all had a really relaxing Christmas, too, whether you spent it with a ton of relatives or just a small group of you at home like we did. It was really, really nice. And then the day after Christmas, we ended up meeting up with an old friend, one of my husband's friends from college. He actually ran to, ran into on the plane. He had, had to go away for a couple of days to uh, go to his holiday party for his main sailing team up in Rhode Island. On the way home, he runs into one of his friends from college who has a cute little five-year-old. And so they invited us to come and hang out. So we traveled about an hour to go meet up with her and go to the beach. And we had a great lunch and the kids just played on the beach, splashed around for about three hours. So by the time we left, it was way later than we had expected. It was like almost six. So we stopped and grabbed Chipotle on the way home. Then the next night, one of the things I've been wanting to experiment with is a version of Swedish meatballs, a little bit of an easier version of Swedish meatballs because I love Swedish meatballs. And the original version that I have seen uses like bread that's soaked in milk and it's just a few more steps than I think a lot of home cooks want to make on a weeknight. So I made a recipe that I like to call Swede-ish meatballs and I we served it up with some cauliflower mash again mixing it up sometimes potatoes sometimes cauliflower just you know to mix it up and get some extra nutrients in there and I served it up with a really simple cranberry sauce as well my family loves cranberry sauce my dad has an incredible cranberry sauce recipe and this is kind of based off of that but a little bit different just more of a simple cranberry sauce recipe I know that Swedish meatballs are traditionally served with lignanberry jam uh, you could always use a homemade or a store-bought version of lignanberry jam or cranberry sauce to go with them. But I made a really simple pan gravy and those were super, super good. And then that brings me to tonight. I'm recording this on a Thursday night. And uh, tonight we had just some really simple pan seared chicken with a really easy four ingredient sun-dried tomato pesto I am currently obsessed with and a quick Lacinato kale that I sauteed up and I added some Parmesan breadcrumbs to the top of that to make it feel a little fancy. I also served that with some leftover cauliflower mash as well, uh, but you could serve that with whatever else you want to serve it with too. I was thinking about serving it with orzo, but I was just feeling, feeling kind of lazy. So I did leftover cauliflower mash and it went really well together. I would eat that meal over and over again. It will definitely be something that I make again. And because I'm recording this a little bit early, actually, I am recording this a little bit early. I didn't mention this at the beginning because we were going away for a couple of days during the New Year or New Year's Eve time. So we're going away on Saturday and Sunday. So you're going to get this on the Friday, the last Friday of the year. And so tonight, as you're listening to this, I am cooking some sweet potato, kale and beef stew. That recipe is on my website. Another family favorite using ingredients we have on hand. That is what I'm cooking in the slow cooker to have tonight for dinner. And then tomorrow, I hope my kids are already asleep and not listening. But we are going camping for a couple days for the end of the year, which is very exciting with some friends. So we're going to go about an hour away. We're going to go camping. We're going to do our traditional 
first night of camping meal, which is tacos. And then the next night, we're going to do just some bratwurst and peppers and onions and, of course, s'mores. So nothing fancy for New Year's Eve, though I am definitely going to bring some champagne because how fun is it to eat s'mores and champagne for midnight or at midnight? I mean, that sounds like my ideal New Year's because we are here in a warmer climate. We're going to be really grateful and embrace that, even though it is supposed to be cold. (laughs) We'll see. We might be huddled up next to the fire at midnight, but uh, that's our plan for this weekend. So that brings us to the end of the year. Oh, for breakfast and lunch. So breakfast this week, I have been eating spinach and roasted red pepper egg cups. These are a nod to the Starbucks egg cups or the Starbucks egg bites. So those are also going to be a recipe in our New Year's meal prep class. So these are a high protein recipe. There's a secret ingredient that increases the protein other than eggs in there. Uh, Also have an option because they do have dairy in them for a dairy free egg cup recipe as well. So that I've been enjoying all week. Those are super good. And then I made a dill apple walnut chicken salad recipe. That one I'm going to share on Instagram. I'm coming back, guys. I am in a smaller capacity than I was posting before because I definitely burnt myself out and I needed a significant couple month break from Instagram. But I'm feeling refreshed and excited to come back on Instagram and share primarily meal prep with all of you because that is where my passion lies primarily as someone who's been a personal chef for so long and finds meal prep to be so invaluable in my busy mom life. I'm going to be sharing mostly meal prep and meal prep recipes over on Instagram. So definitely follow me over there at Healthy Mama Chris. My plan is to post our meal prep on New Year's once we're back home and I get my meal prep on and start posting maybe maybe a recipe or so a week as well. You'll also find updates on what's coming up in the cooking club and other things on Instagram as well. I'll be posting in stories as well, just probably again, like I said, a little bit less than I was before so that I don't burn myself out again because our health is important. And uh, if you listened again to my 2023 recap on the cooking club or in the cooking club, I shared about how this year seriously had its ups and downs. And my biggest lesson was that I can't take my health for granted. And 2024 is going to be the year of nurturing myself and my family and all of you here on the podcast, in Patreon, on Instagram, and just really taking it as a year of not necessarily rest, but care, intentional care, intentional care of my health, mental and physical, and all of the other areas in my life. So that is what we ate and what we spent in the month of December. Thank you all so much for following along here for the entire last year, or maybe it's just been a couple of months. However long you've been here on the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast, I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening to these bonus episodes where I just sort of ramble on about what we ate. I know that many of you have found them helpful, so I hope to see many of you over in the cooking club as well. Oh, and before I go, there is still a couple days left for our December cooking club promotion when you sign up for a yearly 
membership in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, you will get one of three bonuses that are only available in December. And you'll also get 15% off the monthly membership with a yearly membership as well. So you can check out all the options at patreon.com slash Healthy Mama Chris. We have our recipe library with over 190 family-friendly recipes. For the executive chef level, I have that mix and match winter family cookbook coming out on January 5th. So many good recipes in there. Most of the recipes or many of the recipes I mentioned today are either in the cooking club or going to be in the cooking club or on that meal plan. And of course, bonus podcast episodes, quick tip videos. I have a whole series coming up in the cooking club in January on how to cook without a recipe as well. So lots to come over there. So I'd love to see you over there as well. It starts at just $3 a month. So I try to keep it as affordable as possible, but it's a way to get more recipes and support the podcast and everything I do. And if that's not in the cards for you, that is okay as well. I appreciate having you here and having you listen. Listen, and I can't wait to bring you so much more in 2024 from some amazing new guests to a ton of new topics you guys have requested. Things like more on bowls with my bowls book coming up. And so how to build a bowl, more on the air fryer. We're going to talk about more seasonal cooking, more on breakfast and lunches, because I know you guys have requested that as well. More on kids so much more to come. So I'm excited about all of it. So again, thank you so much for listening, for being here. And I hope you all have a happy and healthy new year. Until next year, happy cooking. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts. You never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.